Welcome to the 1% Mindset, where we know success starts from the shoulders up before it starts from the shoulders down. On this podcast, we talk about necessary principles needed to perform at elite levels in all areas of life. We'll be going through mindset training interviews, but most importantly, we're going to work on you. Let's get started. What's going on? This is Mike with the 1% Mindset Podcast. Hope you guys are doing absolutely, absolutely amazing. It is, what is it? Friday, January 29th. I know I usually drop these on a Thursday and some unprecedented things happened yesterday. So I want to speak about that. I want to speak about the importance of consistency. And I want to speak about the importance of your relationship to money importance of the relationship to money and I think that's crucial so before I get started one of the things I do want to say as usual I want to thank uh the the listeners the hardcore listeners of this podcast I 100% appreciate you uh, you're doing a lot of amazing things uh secondly uh if you're in the book club it's super dope if you're not in the book club get in the book club get in we're reading a lot of amazing books so this week uh, we are going to be reading uh, Atomic Habits. Uh, this book, we're going to cover that through February. I uh, started reading it. It's a phenomenal book thus far. But man, the power to be able to connect with people, the power to be able to not only connect with people, but really have high-level conversations on a big level uh, is huge. So if you're not a part of it, go to bookclub.the1percentmindset.com. You'll be able to have access and see more information uh, there. Now... Let's move forward. I want to speak about consistency because I think I think it's important to talk about it because hype happens so much. More so recently, over the last 24 to 48 hours, there was a, a big attack against uh, uh, big banks, hedge funds, and a lot of people started to buy into a stock, GameStop. If you're not familiar with GameStop, it is a a brick and mortar retailer that sells video games and systems and stuff like that and they're on the they're on the the they have a ticker they're on the stock market and uh, essentially long story short hedge funds lost billions of dollars and people made a lot of money right the people that were that invested in it and uh they shut things down people weren't able to buy gamestop anymore etc etc but what's funny about this right and what's interesting is how much people aren't consistent right when people aren't used to see somewhere between i would say maybe high school and college or high school and adulthood you you you've been conditioned right to to think obviously go to school get a job which there's nothing wrong with that right but where where the inconsistency lies is we start to get to a place where it's like all right that's pretty good or $100,000 that's pretty good and we start to limit and cap ourselves mentally because we think those numbers are what you deem as elite right so sometimes even saying hey I can make $50,000 a month it's unfathomable to people because they're they're their thought and their mindset is man I can only you know doing that a month I mean doing that in a year is great it's decent money Right? There's no way I can do that in a month. There's no way I can do that in a day. And when you start to cap people, 
they start to get comfortable or they start to position themselves in a way that if they have that, they think, man, this is a good thing. I can't mess this up. Right, so when I when I speak about the relationship to money, the reason why I want to get to that is because I, I think something very interesting. Right, the, there was an opportunity for people to invest, and I'm going to speak. I'm going to speak to me because I think it's important to really decipher certain things. Right, I had an opportunity opportunity uh, a few weeks back to invest uh, some money uh, in in the stock, in some coins, in some cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. and I was hesitant, and, and let me tell you why. And I think this is something that a lot of people face, or possibly face, that uh, that haven't had this or, or haven't had some experiences in the same space. My relationship to money for a very long time was, man, when I got it, I need to hold on to it. I can't lose it, right? So I'm not going to spend it. I'm going to hoard it, so to speak. Because if I hoard it, then it can't escape me. Because if it escapes me, I don't know how I'm going to get it back. Now, imagine your relationship with something, with someone. Right? Say if you had a girlfriend or a boyfriend. Man, she is the best person that happened to me. Or he's the best thing that happened. I'm going to hold on to it. I'm going to not let it go. I'm going to smother it because I don't want it to go away. Right? I can't let it go. If I... Like I'm going to push, I'm going to hold on because if I if I even give it a little bit of room, a little bit of leeway, it's going to disappear. Imagine what your relationship like is like with a human being that's like that. Right? Think about think about smothering a person. They're like, yo, get get off of me, right? Like I need my space. Right? Trust that everything is going to be okay. And we have the same psychological connections with money, right? Some people are afraid to invest. Some people are afraid to spend on themselves. Now, I'm not saying you do things crazy, right? You have it and you you ball out, right? That's that's equivalent to, hey, I have something. Like, I'm not going to treat it right. I'm going to cheat on it, you know, if you're dealing with the relationship, right? But it's okay to take your significant out once or twice. Tell them that you that you care. Invest in them, right? The same way that you would invest in money to, for a possible return, right? Invest in yourself, right? To say like, yo, I did a good job, right? You did a good job, right? But when you look at money as something that's not currency that doesn't flow, and I know this is hard, right? And I'm saying that because I was in a place where it's like, man, I did the best that I ever did. And because I did that, because I did so well, I decided, man, I am not going. I listen here, him. I decided, hey, I am not going to spend this because I don't want to lose it. Right? Think, think about that. Your relationship with money determines how you move. Whether that's fear based, fear of letting go, right? Because you're afraid it's going to go away. There's a greed aspect to it, right? You, you, you're not used to having it. So you like, hey, I don't deserve this or I'm not used to having this. This doesn't look right. So you get rid of it. Right now, I'm giving the example of a girlfriend or a boyfriend, whoever's listening, right? Because you can, you can identically view those relationships 
the same way you view your relationship with money. Right? When I was in college and I got we got what's called like a net check or a refund check. So after you pay off all your bills, that extra money goes to you. I was so used to, hear me, I was so used to not seeing that much money in my account. In college, I never had more than a thousand dollars, 600, 500 pay rent. Like it would fluctuate. I never did anything crazy. Maybe if I got to like $1,200, I was like, yo, I'm killing it. Right? But I never saw anything. And again, that was also the relationship to, to money and even growing up, right? My mom didn't have much, right? When, when it was just, you know, me, her, and my sister. So it like, it didn't occur to me when we saw like a comma, it's like, yo, this is really good. Right? So much so that I got a net check one time. I think it was like three or $4,000. I can't remember exactly what the number was. And because I wasn't used to that, I spent it. I was like, oh man, I got this. I got a ball out. I bought a ping pong table uh, for my living room and my living room was smaller, couldn't even fit. And I bought scooters and nav systems, clothes, things that I didn't need. And I did that because I felt that there was a significant, there was a significant part of me that felt like I didn't deserve it. Why do I have this? So I need to let it go. Right? I've done the same thing in relationships though. Right? Had something that was that was good. Right? Or or what I thought was good and I had to let it go. But you know, life will give you everything you need for you to grow. Right? It it it, it shows you it, you're a direct reflection of what you attract. Right? If you attract someone who you know gives you these vibes of like man they're pushing away it's because you push people away life is always your greatest teacher always so when i'm looking at and i'm viewing and i'm seeing the hysteria of this GameStop and dogecoins and all these all these people that's become overnight investors and are spending money and losing money and excited about it what it tells me is their relationship with money isn't where it needs to be because it's a hype train, right? And I'm not saying you shouldn't invest. I'm not saying people haven't made money. What I'm saying is if you're getting into a space because of hype and you get in and timing is important, you get in at the wrong time or the wrong, or when you're not supposed to, it's going to cause you to lose. People are losing money. People are frantic spending what they don't have in hopes for a big come up. And it doesn't work like that. Right? There has to be consistency behind what you're doing in your moves and education. This is the one time in history, but well, it's not the one time, but the internet age gives you an opportunity to somewhat level the playing field, right? I'm not saying big banks, hedge funds, billionaires don't have advantages. You can clearly see that in certain things, right? You can see there's a certain bias towards, you know, there's there's classism, racism, there's there's different kind of things that yes can give certain people disadvantages i'm not taking that away but what i am saying is because of the information age and where we are and where you are there's advantages that you will have if you're willing to go through the process if you're willing willing to work if you're willing to build capital if you're willing to take that on there's there's clear-cut advantages 
if you're willing to go through that and not and not go through the space of of, of hype and excitement uh, because someone said something, right? Or someone or someone, you know, said, "Hey, get in, let me get in." You got to be consistent, right? If you, if you want to learn something to make money, you got to be consistent with it. Right? But the problem is consistency comes with time. It comes with hard work. And quite frankly, people just don't want to do that. Like, are you willing to are you willing to do that? Are you willing to work in a place that you, you can consistently get res- well, you can be consistent in your actions to get results? Like like sit with that. Sit with sit with where you are with your finance goals. Sit with sit with where you are with your relationship goals. Sit, sit with it. We're we're pushing February first. I don't know if you made a New Year's resolution, but seventy seven percent of the I'm seventy seven percent sure that at least one of the things that you said you want to do fell off. Why? Because that's the statistical number based on studies, right? I I, I went to the gym first week of January, even the second week. I was like, man, there's a lot of people. Excuse me, in here, a ton of people. Now nobody's there. Same handful of people every day that I go at 5 a.m. Right? So I started to study what was important was what drives consistency, what drives habit, right? Because if you're folk, if you're trying to be something that you're not, you're gonna have a miserable time. The people who do the most, who make the most, who are the most fulfilled are people who are authentically them. Right? I love people like 50 Cent. He's authentically him. He's a troll. Yes. One thing you can't take away from him, he works hard, but he's authentically him and that's why he's able to transition to many things. One of my boys, Gustavo, same thing. Consistently him, right? No suit and tie. And he's probably close to a seven-figure earner if not a seven-figure earner already he just does extremely well he's not he doesn't care about material stuff so you can walk by him and you'll never even know how much money he brings in because he'll have on black shirt and flip-flops 10 times out of 10 and probably will make has the most money in the room but he's consistent. He knows exactly who he is and he's not trying to gas or be, he's not trying to be anyone's friend. He he is authentically him and the real will be attracted to him. All the time. Now I try to, you know, for the for, for many years, I try to hype you guys up, gas you guys up and yeah, you can do this. And, and I said, what, what am I doing? I, I gotta be authentically me, right? I'm someone I don't, I don't curse very often. You know, I, I personally, you know, I try to always get better. I stay around people who can make me better. And I realize I have my own vices, right? There's certain things that, that I'm like, whoa, I need to get better at. But one thing I, I'm acutely aware of everything that's happening with me and always work on trying to figure out how to get better doing that. Right? I'm not in denial of what is. 
So because I'm consistently working on who I am, I don't have to be in denial. The problem is because some of you guys don't want to actually work on you, you're in denial. Right? Instead of saying, look, yeah, I suck. I need to get consistent in that. I'm not of my word. What's going on? You want to deny the fact that you're trash, that you suck. And if, if you feel that in your stomach, it's because I'm talking to you. And I mean that with no judgment and all love, but I want you to take a look in the freaking mirror and be like, damn, what is happening? I don't know if that means you hire a coach. I don't know if that means you, you journal, you get like whatever it is, stop denying what's there. All right, be present in the moment and understand like, yo, yes, if things suck for you, oh, it sucks. But you're going to cry about it or you're going to do something. What allows action, right? Because the universe re- rewards action, right? But what inspires action is the process, right? You, you're looking for the reward without the action. It doesn't work like that. Right? I am comfortable in where I am. I'm comfortable with the money I have. Why? Because I earned it. Right? And if, I, if I'm comfortable when I have zero dollars. Why? Because I earned that too. Right? And because I'm comfortable and at any point in time, I know my life can change. And I know your life can change. Right? But you're looking at this transition from a material standpoint because you have some inner things that are bothering you. So you feel like, hey... In order for me to feel better, I need to get these things. In order to get these things, I need money. How do I get money? Oh, I'm not. Yo, money is not going to solve that. What you need to solve is your self-worth issue, why you feel like you need this fancy car. And I'm not saying anything is wrong with a fancy car. right? If you want it, go get it. But if you're getting that to impress, right, so you you can barely afford it, you're spending all this money, oh, man, this fancy car is going to make me feel good. And deep down, you're broke. That's a self-worth issue. Right? I'm not a huge Gary V fan, but he spoke about when he was a millionaire, he kept his Toyota Camry. Because he, he doesn't it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you look like, you know, like what you're driving or like all of that is is personal, like your personal self-worth. Right? If you need it to feel bigger and better, by all means, but then you get to look at like Hey, what's that in me that I'm not 100% comfortable with where I'm at personally? Right? Like in the moment, like what don't I like about me that I need to fix? And when you fix that, then you go and get the vehicle, then cool, by all means. But get to, you get to look at that. Right? You get to be consistent with that and understand the mindset behind what's happening. Like if you're not looking at what is, Right with, with what's there, with current, then you're looking at it from a without place, a scarcity place. And that's not a place to live in. So again, I want to get that off my chest. There, there, I want to go deeper, but I'm going to start to go deeper within the book club because I think there's value in that. So... If you haven't joined the book club, bookclub.the1percentmindset.com or reach out to me. I want to get you guys in. Uh, it's a free trial. Anyway, 100% love you guys, man. Hope that you got value from it. Peace. As usual, thank you for listening.